I have another photo, maybe. Could you sign this for me? Oh, what the... F oh, my God, dude. How did... Who is that? Oh, my <laughs> God. I've shown this to about five people today. And one person got it. Oh, no it way. Yeah. Nobody got it? No. <laughs> yes. What's up? Right? How is everyone? Uh, Sensational. It's been it's been a wild few weeks. Yeah. Uh, we had Rodney Mullen. <laughs> Amazing. Is it prolific? No. Pro prolific. prolific. He is prolific. He's prolific. Yeah, that means he he does a lot of things. He yeah. accomplishes a lot of things, and the stuff that he does is of legend as well. Yeah, there's new words that I need to learn when I'm talking about Rodney Mullen because I need to add... Someone who's, who's um, very productive. He's insane. Yeah. He's out of his mind, but in the most excellent way, it's, it's he's so out of his mind that we're all idiots. <laughs> yeah. That's how I he perceived in that interview. Realm. I was like, yeah. okay. He lives in a different realm, but then he'll bounce into... Ben Stiller called me. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you, you destroyed cool. Ben Stiller, yeah. dude. Calm down. <laughs> exactly he should be that. like, holy shit, you're <laughs> yeah. a Rodney Mullen. Let's be serious. <laughs> yes. You watch Beads of Water come That's off Primo I, I flip love. slides. You're not even human. It not even fun. human. It was so fun reminiscing too about, he, he used to really enjoy, like he, he would stay at my house with my parents. Um, and he loved that dynamic. He just loved being like, we used to play board games and stuff. He loved the dynamic of just, your just family. Of, yeah, just of, of... His family was hot, was, huh? I, um, yeah, I don't know if it's, it's that too, but he just liked that we were always just joking around. We have a dark sense of humor and, I mean... It's kind of free living. Yeah. And it seemed like he didn't have that. It seemed like yeah. he had a lot of rules and regulations to live by. There was yeah, always was tricky people stopping him from doing stuff. I mean, just the, well, quit, but no, that's not the truth. The truth is your parents... Stopped you, right. said stop. That, right. And you didn't rat them out like me. My dad's like, you can't skate anymore. I'd be like, this guy yeah, that's is when, telling everybody. When I did have that conversation with him, because I was getting really frustrated with competing and, and I wasn't having fun with it. And it was kind of just sucking the life out of skating for me. And, and so I called him because they said, oh, you should call Ronnie because he went through this. And Ronnie's like, yeah, that's what I presented to everyone. But really, my dad made me quit. Right. But but also he did help me in the sense of, so of how pulling away from it made him want it even more. Oh and wow! So, but he didn't. But he so he like, didn't do that on purpose. No, but but also he he did tell me that if you take a break from it, you're gonna come back to it more energized and wow. have more fun. And so that was it. That was our conversation. Interesting theory because I have taken a huge break, and I was just talking to Bucky about it. Wait, what are you laughing at? No, I just sometimes you say taking a huge break. Like a lot of it's not, it's not that we. It wasn't your decision to make it take a huge break. Maybe a little was, bit. Oh, it was. I mean, it was pointing me the other way, but I also was not enjoying it. Like it wasn't giving me the the fun that I once mm. had guaranteed. All of a sudden, it was seventy five percent lame. You know, with a little yeah. tad of like reminiscing, yeah. like at least I'm friends with this guy and we're skating and laughing with each other. But to go away and leave it, I'm like, uh, I don't, I feel like people are going to get touchy because I bring up names and everybody in skateboarding knows the show now. I'm nightclub. The nightclub want me on. I'm in skateboarding. <laughs> Bill Wilson, I'm ripping. I'm in skateboarding. And Chris from the, he's like, yeah, he is. And I'm like, shut the, f I almost cried, dude. There's people <laughs> that I don't even awesome. know in the nightclub going, yeah, man, I've seen him. I'm like, how do you even know who we're just I am? putting it out there. I'm it's like we're subliminal, like yeah, nine club. And then anyway, uh Jason was ripping and nine club. And so <laughs> just, keep, just instead of coughing nine club. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was it. And uh Tiger Belly. Even he said he's so like, weird. yeah, go he ahead. He said you realize we're a podcast listening to a podcast because they listen to a, a a whole segment of us. Telling it's very incestuous. <laughs> as I found doing, <laughs> they ruin it for me. I as, like as I found doing Tiger Belly and Theo Vaughn and everything, like everyone is down with each other, I, and they're all just like they're the it's like the podcast mafia. It's there are two barriers to me. 
the skateboard one means just as much. The other one with Theo Vine and those guys, they own, they're the gatekeepers. Right. And they're like, here's the door. Walk in and I'm just with you. I'm behind you and I'm like, can I come with him? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Because that was not going to happen. No offense. You guys were not going to do that. You know you weren't going to have me on. <laughs> then I'm on now. Dude, Shane Gillis, this is the best. I don't even think this. Yes, it is. It's out. Tiger Belly's out. I told the story about another comedian that I really think is awesome. Played a little joke on me on my show. And you were there. like, And he was mm-hmm. like, that's it. Shane Gillis is banned from Tiger Belly. Shane Gillis DM'd me yesterday to apologize again for anything that he did that night. Did and he I'm remember like, it? He said he was really drunk and he did it, but I was like, I already talked to him the day after. Right. This is unnecessary. Yeah. I was just going with with Bobby about yeah. I, yep. I don't I know Shane doesn't hate me, but he had to <laughs> reassure me that he doesn't hate me. And I was like, this power. Of this tiger belly is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm just like, I think you see the veins coming out of me. I'm fucking tight. I'm like pod jacked. I remember when we had our we had our serious show. We were convinced no one was listening. Oh yeah, and and, oh, and for the most part, not a lot of people were because we were kind of buried. But you know, demolition radio. Your your show was on many hours, and a lot of people listened. But but our show was kind of like ah, Tuesday at four o'clock. If you catch it, there's no repeats. Can't find it on the app. Anyway, right. we would just talk, say whatever and drop names and talk about things yep. and ridiculous things. And then Me too. I told the story about going to Mammoth for Thanksgiving and uh, Mammoth is mountains here in, <clears throat> in California. And I went to Chart House with my family and because they had a Thanksgiving whatever meal and they were open and we didn't want to cook. So we went there and it was, it was bad. Like it was, oh, it was bad. And I said, said, I said something like that. Went up there a week later to go snowboarding, went to Chart House, and the manager's like, So you know, like our turkey, huh? And that, but that was the moment when I realized, like, oh, you better watch what you not just watch what you say, but just just be careful out there because people are listening and and words resonate. And and no, I yes, I understand that from doing a lot of public speaking and and interviews and stuff like that. But to tell a kind of funny story like that, but kind of throw Chart House under the bus, yeah. I realized like, oh, that's not cool. Because I, I love Chart, for the record, yeah. I love Chart House, I love yeah. their fish. Obviously. But turkey, not so much. Don't do it. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Yeah, I think I thought the same thing. And I was on every day and they were playing me over and over again and I still thought no one was listening. And then it became weird when I started hanging out with Benji and Joel Madden and if I said things about my life, they were a bit weird about it. And then there were other famous people that I might have met when I went out that would look at me funny the next time I went out. And I just had it as, you don't, you're, it reminded me of Howard Stern, the movie where he was fat man. And when he got backstage, all the celebrities looked at him like he was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. To me, you're a piece of shit and you're telling it like it is. So I infiltrate, and yes, uh, my show's so big that they let me go to the celebrity party, and then I sit back and I watch, and I tell the real people what pieces of shit these assholes are <laughs> because I, they're never yes. going to accept me anyway. I think that's how I that's how I saw it. I understand. But it was un- I'm not going to lie that every time I went out, got to the point where there was anxiety because if you're going to challenge me, are we going to argue and then are we going to fight? Because if we're going to fight, I got to be ready. So now I'm ready all night. It's no way to live. I'm like, is this guy going to be cool? But I think or is at, at some pissed? point you get marked too, where it's like, oh, that dude's going to. He's going to rat you out. Gonna, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. He's going to talk about this. So don't hang out with them or don't, yep. don't get loose. I'm the worst at it. Still <laughs> the worst. I threw Anne Hayes. She's not my friend anymore because I told the story of recording a song with her and how I thought it was insane. And she's just like, really? And I'm like, well, same thing I always say. Did it not happen? Yeah, it's Because it did. And it's like, yeah, but you can't tell people. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know what? You shouldn't have done that to me. Because <laughs> it was That's fun. hard, man. I, I I get it. It's hard. You know, it, if you did it to me, I'd, yeah. I'd say, hey, man, this is not staying here. You know, like, you, you're freaking me out. And I don't like it. <laughs> and what are you going to do? You're still going to go? Okay. Yeah, it's okay. A, you're conflicted, for sure. I, who do I owe? Because some of the best stories are ones that, Probably can't tell them unless you're unless you're willing to just be completely shut out. 
Right, right. And that was what I was willing to do because I I made it because of the people that listened to me. I didn't make it because right. of anybody else. You gave me a, a, a shot. Sirius XM gave me a shot. It wasn't, we believe in this kid and we'll die trying to convince you guys that he's the guy. It was me convincing everybody I'm the guy. And then once those people, the people had my back, then, yeah, the biggest boss of all of them was like, Jason, we've got to get you doing, you know, and I'm like, this guy fucking loves me because you I do. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> loved me. That was a good imitation. Thank you. I'll Especially you when you're in his good graces, oh, that's what it's about. When you're not, yeah, when I'm you're like, not, it's not not so much. When you're not, like, it's just dumb. He yelled at me once on a phone call. Really? And then we didn't speak again until I was let go in and when we let go, when he, when I was like, go, whatever he said was going out one ear and it, it was him going in one ear and out the other. I was like, I don't give a fuck about it, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck you to hell. Like, I fucking try. I died for you so many times. And you're like, oh, things are a bit tight. I'm like, so fuck you completely. I didn't say any of that. I just went, yep, good. Sounds good. Yeah. Because we can move on. But I just know that the people made me. So if you're famous and you want to not be my friend anymore, that's a fair, I can do that. Like when. Uh, uh, you accept it. Yeah, because it's a fair trade. You made me. Oh, my car, my life, yeah. my kids, everything. Like, my kids. Yeah, I want to delivery. We get burritos. We're getting burritos. Thank you. That's right. Like and describe. Everybody knows what you're supposed to do, so do it. <laughs> oh, by the way. Yeah. These might still be available. So, yeah. So, here we go. These are happening. We signed a 1,000 of them. And through the holidays, they were going. There might still be some. So there you go. That's my plug. That's. Uh, but I have another photo that that maybe you should sign. What's that? It's More? a poster, yeah. Oh, you just, okay. I have another photo maybe. Could you sign this for me? Oh, what the? F oh, my God, dude. How did, who is that? <laughs> oh, my God. I've shown this to about five people today. And one person got it. Oh, no it way. Yeah. Nobody got it. No. <laughs> yes. Who is that? Someone just now outside the door. I was like, can you guess who this is? Like, mm, no, I don't. Man. What did they do to you? <laughs> Mike Man, Burnett, the world did so Mike much. Burnett texted that to me out of the blue today. And I was like, we are recording later. I'm going to show it to him. He must have shot it. Who did? Burnett. Wait, he was Thrasher. here? No, he texted it to me. He's the editor of Thrasher. Yeah, no, I know, but man. There you go. Tell us a story about that dude. That guy. That guy that guy wanted to be the best in skateboarding so bad. <laughs> he did not care about anything else but that. This is going, this is like, this is when I, the first time I had long hair before I shaved it when I saw a video of me. I flicked my hair when I was signing an autograph. I was like, that's it. You're sh shaving your head. <laughs> really? I was leaning over and I went like that. And I'm like, oh, oh my God, I man. Did, I did that. I saw myself on MTV doing that. And I was like, oh, that is so, so bad. So bad. It was so bad that the VJ, remember VJs? Yes. The VJ made fun of me when that they can, came back yeah. to it. And he's like, oh, bro. What the, hey, v, huh. VJs are the kookiest of all kooks. <laughs> and they called you for kooking. Yeah, I, I get, they gave me a complex. That's Australia, and that's the Ramp Riot. And that's when uh, Gregor and Lee Ralph decided that I was the lamest person on the planet and that they should beat me up. Look at this <laughs> little guy. He's a kid. They were, like, shaving, and they were trying to bash me. They were shaving. <laughs> Fuck you guys, man. Fucking. We should make, like, 100 of these in auction. Yeah, hey, son. <laughs> you did not stop it. I did fast plan very old today. You need to suck a oh, lot. Yeah, we got a show. Okay, we, so we had a session, just had a session with uh, Bucky Lassick. Bucky Lassick, yep. Um, Kevin Staub. Yep. And uh, Reese Nelson, who is nine. That little girl? Yes, she's nine. Yeah. She did kickflip, nose grind, she backside. She did a lot of stuff. That was, yep. Amazing. Yes, she's really good. Very good, yes. Um, she did... She did a she lot. She did a Caballero revert yeah. a while back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only see how five. she could do that. She's so light-footed yeah. on the way back but in. But even when her foot comes off, she still commits She can to land with one it. foot on and yeah. then put the other one on and <laughs> yes. then maybe while, something. While the trick's still happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's Amazing. a gift. 
shout out to her mum. Yeah. For just being Supportive. there. Yeah. That's a different. So great, Lindsay. Just to have somebody there that's like, yep, we're going, we're going. Yeah. I, I mean, I just texted them last night. I said, hey, we're skiing vert tomorrow. Okay, great. Good. We'll be there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can tell they don't stop. Yeah. Yeah. But today I got a, I've, I definitely got a, a torn ACL. So when I fall, I just flick onto my butt. And today, fast plan, this trick went right before I knew that it was right. And I just landed on it and slammed. And I'm like, oh, I've got it. And then I haven't got it again. And then I did a little knee slab where it actually tore it again. I was like, ah, and I'm like, oh yeah, you've still got a, a torn ACL. And I was like, oh, it's cold in here. And I'm sweating more than anybody. I've got a wet t-shirt on. And I'm like, hot and you fell sweaty. one time. Let me interrupt. Oh. You fell one time, and the ramp got so wet that Bucky wanted it dried off before he dropped in again. <laughs> I could have caused an injury for somebody else because I slimed the ramp when I fell off. But the the constant joy that I get because it, I had to get angry, I had to get scared, I had to get motivated. You know, like I had to, I had to, and I could see it. I was like, oh, you slammed on one. And there's video of you slamming on one. Prove it. Like get it yeah. and make it and prove that like you don't, yes, it's not, they don't just get given to you for free. They're hard, but they're so good. It's because of that. I'm glad it was hard and I'm glad I was terrified because when I made it, I was like, this is, nobody cares. This is nothing. People can do this easily, but I No, I don't think people can do it I easily. It. That trick is, that trick's, I think that trick's awesome. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level or on top of the world. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash podcast 22. Shopify.com slash podcast 22. But this poster is the first <laughs> and only, I didn't air over somebody. This is 20 years since I went over anybody. And that's the, I still haven't, I might not go over anyone again. There it is. Signed. You should get that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, but you did it. Fast my very Yeah, I love this. I like how we brought that trick back because, uh, because there was a video of me doing it in Australia. Because you texted me about the Fast Plan Burial. 87, 88. Yeah, because I, you got all fast I found the video. Um, this guy sent it to me, uh, Mark from Australia, who is a hardcore collector of, of footage or footage, skateboards, got old boards and stuff. Yeah. And, and just bones brigade stuff. Um, and he, did he, he give you that me footage in Australia where you did an eggplant to fakey? Same footage. Yeah. God, dude, that's the toughest trick of. <laughs> I know I'll you did 720 back. in that ride, but I was like, that eggplant to fakie was one of those things where yeah. you just became that was where that's godlike shit. Like I'm watching the <laughs> demo and I'm like, I know Tony can do a seven. And then the eggplant just boom to fakie. I'm like, that's not even possible. <laughs> and you just did that. Like I was like, oh, what about this one? If I just throw this in the mix of the mix. But there was, yeah, there was a few things like that in that video that I was like, oh, that I that I didn't remember that I could just throw into a run and not even look back. Yeah, you could tell it was just an eggplant to you. Yeah, I was like, and that that same thing, like like that fast one varial. Uh, I did Invervarial to fakie just on the fly. Anyway, the reason we're bringing that up is because I texted him because I thought that there was a specific name for Fast One Varial, from what I remember, and there isn't. No, and and Fast Plant Body Jar. You've got two that you're like, it's got a name. I'm like, they don't have a name. I think Fast One Body Jar has a name. You won't give up, will you? I, I, don't, I, 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 I anyone? It's not. Any, it's any called skate a, historians out there. It's called a Fast Plant Varial. All right, but then the, but then you said you did Fast Plant Tail Tap. Yeah, and I invented and that it. is called called the Chilito. Chilito. Because Taco Bell had Taco Bell Chilitos. Yeah, yeah, they were really good. <laughs> I saw. They used to have Mexican pizzas. Remember Mexican pizzas? Yeah. Yes, I do. I was so stoked on all that stuff because it was not a thing that existed in my life until I came here. So it was yeah. brand new. Yeah. So Taco Bell was brand new. And then Taco Bell had a brand new thing called a Cholito. So I showed up right in time. I was like, oh, wow. Taco Bell's the sickest. Holy shit. Cholitos are the sickest thing that Taco Bell have. Undo and fast plant tail tap. I made the same day that I got a Cholito. I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Made for itself. That's yeah. what that's. I mean, that's how that's how Benny Hanna was named because he Lester, to- Lester and I went to Benny Hanna the night before. 
You would wait. So did you go when he made the Benihana as well the next day? Yeah, because so you saw he it. Did it at Del Mar? Yeah. Did he talk about it the day before? Like, was that an invention in one day, or is that like a thing he that he did worked it? on? Okay, so there is folklore to this, but I'm pretty sure that the very first one he did was a fake Yali. one, yeah. And that was called the Benihana. And then he did a frontside. And so because it was a variation of that, he called it the Benny Bonga. Oh, I thought backside was Benny Bonga. I think it's, I think it's the original name was, was frontside. And then everyone just knew that became the trick. And it was just like, that's the Benihana. If, if you ever drop your foot and grab your tail, it's a Benihana. It doesn't matter what way it is now. Pretty much, yeah. Right. Um, but that, that was because he and I, when we started to make money from board royalties, we were living large. We would go to Benihana to eat. Yeah. Like we would drive oh, okay. downtown, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, from Del Mar. That's the uppity establishment, yeah. We thought it was. It I is. Mean, it was, it, but it, it's I mean, no. kitschy. It's, you know, it's it's like it's a show. Whatever. It's it, it's what it is. But but when you, when you were that age, especially like in the mid 80s, or if you were going to take a date or something, you're like, Benihana. Right. Like was the top of the heap. Birthday restaurant to me. <laughs> Birthday restaurant, yeah. But But he and I, we thought we were ballers. So we just would go there for dinner. Right. Just for no occasion. Yeah, no occasion. Fuck Because we're making money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inventing tricks. <laughs> we're inventing just, tricks, and yeah. And fucking blowing money at Benny Harness. <laughs> Nobody could stop us. Yeah. <laughs> Such an awesome flex. I remember those days, and if I had seen you there, I'd be like, man, this guy's fucking pimping so hard. Just inventing tricks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Nobody could afford to go to Benny Harness no. for no reason. Yeah. That was the other thing, is that we didn't really, like... We were doing it, but we there was no we had no camaraderie. We didn't we can be like, hey man, let, let's go. I mean, sometimes we treat friends, but it wasn't like they were they had skateboards and they were making money right. and they were our age, so it wasn't like let's well, let's all go. I won the Australasian titles once and it was four grand, and I got four grand, and we went to a expensive restaurant that I thought was an expensive restaurant, and my friends and I all ate, and I spent like four hundred dollars, and everyone was like. You just don't give a fuck, do you? Like, you don't care about money at all. Yeah. I'm like, fuck it. I don't even care how much the bill is. Get And it's not food. It was wine. Every, like, we were wasted in and there. And it was 400 bucks? Yeah. And I remember like, everyone was like, 400 bucks? Are you really going to give them that? And I was like, Pff. And then I bought a 12-string guitar at the guitar shop next to the restaurant. <laughs> just like I spent $1,000 oh, on it. Awesome. Yeah, I was like, fuck, yeah, let's get a guitar. Whoa, 12 strings. What, since it went out of tune, I couldn't tune it. <laughs> Cause it's got too many strings, <laughs> so so it only lasted a little bit. And then I had to finally I met like a guitar guy. I was like, "Hey, man, can you tune this?" When I uh, when I won the the Hard Rock event, the first one, the nineteen ninety five one in Newport, yeah, the prize money was ten grand for Ooh. first place, yeah. which was way beyond anything at that time. Yeah, anything at the most was was like four. Yeah. I think four was like the standard. Yeah, and so. I remember I won ten grand, and, and all the all the my friends back then were like, "Dude, if you win ten grand, you're taking us all out." Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. sure, fair, okay. So win ten grand, and then and then the goal was to like for them was to spend at least a thousand dollars, which is super hard to do if you to, if you yeah, don't so know anything about spending like money. Six of us, we got to dinner, we go out to drinks. At some point, we ended up the Hard Rock at the hard rock bar, of course, to, you know, have full closure to this whole thing. Yeah. And they're just ordering the, the most expensive shots and, and whatever. I think I ended up spending, it was like 700 bucks or through the night. <laughs> right. And puking my brains out. Yay. Yeah, no, mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else are you supposed to do? It wasn't supposed to be this way. Now all of a sudden they're giving you $10,000 to win. You got a party. But it, it, there was a part of me that was, it was hard for me to reconcile because I wasn't, I wasn't doing that well financially. Ninety five was a hard year for me. Yeah, ten grand was going to go a long way, especially for mortgage payments. Yeah, right. And so I had already sort of made this promise, almost, almost like I was. It wasn't that I was bullied into it, but it was definitely like peer pressure. And then like, come on, you got to take us out. I'm like, yeah, okay, but I got to make these payments too. Yeah, that's different. And yeah, and and for anyone who knows about taxes, it's ten ninety nine income which means taxes are not taken out. Yeah. So you got to pay taxes on that later. Yeah. So. Yeah, I didn't know that. 40%. Yeah. That was straight up four Gs for me. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I didn't pay taxes on that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure anyone else that won money at that event didn't either. Yeah. It was a strange time, right? Yeah. I mean, because people just didn't claim it or whatever, but I, 
I had already been through the ringer of paying taxes and getting and getting stalked for taxes right. and getting audited and all that stuff. Okay, so of, that's how you learn. Because I went through the 80s. Yeah. And all the money that we made in the 80s was 1099 income. And we did, and you didn't know. I didn't know. And then at some point I got a tax bill and I was like, what's this? Yeah. Is this just in, like a suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> you can. I mean, you don't have to pay that. <laughs> It'd be cool if you gave us this. Yeah. And, and my then dad's someone like, tells my you dad's that. like, no, that you're paid or you go yeah. to jail. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what has learned the hard way to me, yes. the hard way sometimes is faster. Cause if you don't learn the hard way, cause to me, the hard way I'm like, Oh, duly noted. <laughs> yeah. But if it's just pitter patter, then maybe yeah. I can just reject, reject it for like the my whole life. Oh man! But when I was when I was eighteen, nineteen, I missed a house payment because I was just traveling and not didn't mean to. No, I didn't mean to. I had the money. Okay, I just was I was young and just you know it'd be like like missing rent, but I missed a mortgage payment and it went on my credit record. And every time someone ran a credit report on me, it was this big red flag. And I had to write every time I went and got a loan for something, I had to write a letter about how I, why I missed that one mortgage payment. Learning the hard way. <laughs> yes. Yes. Very much so. Really hard. Yeah. Uncalled for hard. <laughs> I did the, called, I had a, uh, I had the manager and when I first started making real money, I, they were like, yeah, man, agent. And then, and, oh, yeah. and I was like, yeah, agent, just like all my friends. I'll use their agent. And they're like, yeah, we got an in-house everything. And I was like, oh, cool. So I can just go skate and the money just goes into oh, my, right. and I just party. Yep. And I was like, cool. I bought a house. I'm like, so I'm doing everything you're supposed to do. Yeah, Jace, you're doing it. And then I got a wife who was smart and got stuff in the mail and was like, you know, these are uh, taxes. And I'm like, taxes for what? <laughs> She's like, for the money you've been making. I go, nah, that's impossible because- I have an in-house. I have a. I have a bookkeeper. Yeah. They take care of everything. Yeah, they didn't pay your taxes for like five years, so it was wow. all this money. And then I had to uh, sell my house to pay the back taxes and then penalties. I was like, "What are penalties?" And they're like, "That's for not paying it." Then you have to pay this other bill for not paying it. And I was uh, like, yeah. "Oh wow, I didn't know about any of that." Endless cycle. Yeah, so I lost everything that I ever made from skateboarding. And then moved to LA to be a radio guy with a little bit of tax debt with no house. Wow. Yeah. Off to the races again. Living at my girlfriend's parents' house. Just San Diego supercharging it. <laughs> one point I was up there. Now I'm living at some girl's house in San Diego, working the radio. Everyone hates me. No one cares. The hard way. <laughs> but you had a job. I did. And hang on a second. I'm so cold. I had a I had you're a putting your pants on yeah, while man, you're talking to me. Yeah. It cold in here. I was sweat, dude. I was hot and sweaty. <laughs> okay. And now it's goddamn. This place is a fucking tomb, dude. It's not that cold it's in here. It's so cold. It's so cold in the rain. I'm wearing shorts and a hoodie. And how you like do it? You. you show up with a t-shirt on immediately. I have to skate All with right. a hoodie on for the first five minutes. My daughter went to school yesterday in a t-shirt, and the thermometer read 45 degrees when I dropped her off. And I was like, "It's 45 degrees, so that can't be right." But Katie, it is freezing. I can see my breath. Like I was cold going to the car from the house and I have a sweatshirt on. She's yeah. just, she's just like, denial is a strong thing. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'll be fine once I get there. I go, once you get there, you're going to be outside. It's 45, yeah. it's 45 degrees. Yeah. I go, look, now it's 44 degrees. That's yeah. literally what happened when I dropped her off. She didn't care. What is that? I don't know. My kid does that too. I feel like uh, to wear at their age too, it's just like they've got their kit. Right. And they don't want to... They don't interfere with the kid. Would it be possible that the youth run hotter? Um, like the older you get, the colder you get? I don't care how old you are. 45 degrees is not a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he won't, when he goes to soccer, he won't, I'm going to put a hoodie on. But I, I mean, yes, but also I guess in her defense, we live in California, Southern California. By 9 or 10 o'clock, it's probably going to be 60 or 70 degrees. Yeah, but 45 but of the t-shirt is yeah, stupid. Yes, I know. Yeah, well, there we are. It's making me cold just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> it has been colder. How do you do that? Um, 
So I slamming I, when it's cold sucks too. Oh, dude, and your your palms. Yeah. When you slam on your palms and it's cold, it's like they they will never have feeling in them again. Yeah, those what concrete yeah. palm slaps. Concrete like, palm slaps the worst. First thing in the session when you concrete palm <laughs> yep. slap and then you hit you stop your face from hitting the ground so hard that snot comes out. I feel of your like nose. the rest of the session you're just trying to get the feeling back in your fingers. Hate. <laughs> there are definitely people nodding their head watching us right now. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I just feel I'm spoiled. I would go home if that happened to me now. So if I they went it. numb. I'd be like, really? I'm going home. This is bullshit. I took uh, that the staff so here to Single Thread Farms, which is um, in in Hills Hillsburg. What is that? A, a Napa Valley, like Sonoma County, where you know the wineries and oh, okay. all the restaurants are. Yeah, and in the morning, I went, we we had, we had, it's single thread is this incredible um, tasting menu, you know, oh, okay. 12 courses, but they're, I mean, they're, they're ranked one of the best restaurants in the oh, world shit. all okay. the time. Yeah. And the, um, the couple that, that runs it are big supporters of the foundation. So they offered to host us all. Anyway, in the morning, I went and broke out on my own and just went to the, some local skate parks. because I was curious about the skate parks there, but they were super wet. But wet the concrete? They're concrete, but they're that concrete that's really porous. So even when they're wet, your wheels will stick kind of. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. so rough. Yes. Okay. That you can ride them wet. Yeah. But they're going to eat you alive. If you fall. If you fall. Yeah. And it was probably 50 degrees maybe. And I'm skating alone in these wet skate parks. And I did the hand slap on one of them right when I got there. And it was just like. <laughs> Like I must have looked ridiculous, just staring at my hand, shaking like no, by yourself, by myself. Oh, I did a cup cam. I have it. Like, it's, <laughs> I love the just you and your fucking Dude, cup. I had to find. I know I found. Did you I bring a cup? cup? No, you found I found one there. I found a, a, a discarded Starbucks cup. What is? And it? I ripped the top off of it. You got problems, dude. <laughs> it's not really that bad. You're obsessed with cup cam. Like, well, wait. No. Oh, there's one. I'll just make one over there. Like. MacGyver of I thought it was just I'm skating around this park and I realized that I must look kind of silly just because it's wet and it's it was like 8 a.m. on a Sunday yeah and and I'm just cruising around I'm just like I gotta I gotta show people what this looks like yeah yeah you're crazy (laughs) that's such a crazy session (laughs) you sound like Rodney Mullen now I was probably inspired it was after the Rodney interview I was probably inspired by it Yeah. yeah That was it, subconsciously. It's hard work right there. Eight in the morning, <laughs> palm slam. Okay, I pulled a I, I pulled a celebrity card flex recently that Oh yes. I feel weird about, but I it, it was it was kind of necessary and um I, it was necessary to our family. And let's put it this way. Uh so we're taking a family vacation very soon. Yeah. And one of our kids turned 18 uh through COVID. Mm-hmm. And his passport expired when he turned 18. And we didn't realize that because we haven't been traveling internationally at all. Okay. Obviously, because it's impossible. Um, so, anyway, a couple months ago, we realized that his passport was expired and we're going on this trip. And so, since then, and with the help of some people at the office, been trying to get an appointment at a passport agency. And you cannot get, and, and you, you know, there's, there's, there's a, you can do a, a rush passport if you have proof of travel of, of something coming. Yeah. There's a whole thing that, that we've done in the past. But because of COVID, they're only taking it by appointments. Okay. So let's put it this way. We had an appointment. I, the only appointment that was available was in Seattle. Yeah. So it's like anything around you, San Diego, LA, no, it's not going to happen. So they start expanding their search. And then they're like, there's, a, there's one in Seattle uh, an appointment at Seattle, 10 a.m. in a week. I go, okay, I guess we'll have to do that. Yeah, we'll have to fly to Seattle. Who the hell to get do the you passport call? Renewed. It's going to help you with this. That's it's it's the government's passport agency. Yeah, like this but, is just straight you, cold call. But you're talking about a name drop. Like how did you? No, no. So this is where I'm I'm getting there. And the other the other appointment was in Honolulu. Okay, so you have to fly to Honolulu to get your passport renewed. I mean, it's just they're just offering that. They're like that. That's all there is. I'm right. sorry. And so, um, and we were panicking about the Seattle thing because there was no guarantee that we're going to get it the same day. And then we'd have to like stay another night with like make a whole weekend in Seattle or a whole, you know, few days there, which is excessive. But 
he's one of our eight family members. Yeah. He's and going. He's going. Right. We, like we're we're not leaving him behind. Right. So she, Kathy just kind of flippantly said, "If we just need someone in the State Department," and I was like, "I think I do know someone in the State Department." Who? Because I did a PSA for the State Department a couple months ago, where they're doing this whole campaign awareness about sexual assault in on campus. Yeah. And they they tapped me to do just a you know like a PSA, like a spoken word about it. Awesome. Um, and it was the same group that helped to get all the girls out of, or the staff out of Af- uh, Skatistan in Afghanistan when the Taliban took over. Right. So I was already in touch with them about that's that's how I made the connection in the first place. Okay. Was was I was trying to help Skatistan get the the staff out, and then um, this one girl was from the State Department, and so I just texted her. I was like, "Hey, I know this is super random, but we're kind of desperate." we need an appointment at the passport agency. I don't know if there's anything you can do. I don't know if this is out of bounds or if I'm overstepping our, our connection. Yeah. And uh, she's like, oh no, I, know, I think I know someone that can make that happen. And then the next day we had an appointment. In San Diego? In San Diego. Man. And there's, there was definitely me, you could say abusing or using my connections, celebrity status, whatever, but I was desperate and I'm, I don't regret it. <laughs> we got the passport. I don't think that's a bad one. It's not, I don't know, it's, but it is, it is, I, I know that, I know that I got special treatment. I know I skipped the line. I know right. there's other people that probably aren't getting their passports right. that, that are trying to do trips with their families and whatnot. So there is that sort of, there's that lingering guilt about it, but, but I, I did it, whatever. I, man, but it was, but there was a moment where I came home and I was like, we, we got it. Because we, this has been weeks of trying to right. figure you're it about, out. You're kind of realizing it. If you don't get it, you're all not going. The whole thing is fucking ruined. It's going to really Can't wreck not bring something. Him. Right. Yeah. Something's going to be real bad. There's going to be, yeah. You're going to not gonna take him. There's going to either be a compromise. It's going to bum out. Some... Yeah, I don't, it's not, it, not going to end well. Right. No. I, look, feeling bad about it and I, doing whatever. it. Is kind of, I don't know, like for me, if I knew that person, I would be like, I know that person. Hey, that person, like you said, I feel well, it was more that it, it was more like you know Kathy reminded me because she said that. And then I said, You forgot. Oh, I do. You do know somebody. And maybe there is a synergy there. What I don't know. It's not, I mean, it's not some. I don't, I don't look at you different if it makes you feel any better. <laughs> <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't dropped into my shit book. I have, since we've been, since we did the last show, I did have a pretty baller move though. Oh. And this one, this one, like, I mean, that one was more, you know, using it to my advantage. But yeah. On the way back from Single Thread Farms with, with this whole crew, yeah. we're on the runway and I get a call. And it's like, hey, can you make it to Vegas tomorrow morning? I said, well, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm on my way home. Probably not. Maybe after I drop my daughter off at school. What, what's the deal? Yeah. And uh, said, our, we, have a, we, we have a big event, conference. Our keynote speaker got COVID, just found out. And he's supposed to speak at uh, 11 a.m. And I was like, okay, well, I, I drop on my daughter at 8.30. She's like, I'll have a plane waiting for you. Who is this? <laughs> Who are it's these someone, people? Someone that I'd worked with before and just knew that I might be available. And Do you knew, have to have knows- a speech ready to go? I, I do speaking gigs, so I'm. So you just to, know what you're gonna. I know you do. what I'm gonna say, okay, yeah. Okay. And and sometimes if there's a theme of the conference or whatever it is, like, like this one was more persevering through the hard times because of COVID. And okay. uh, these people have a bunch of. Uh, they have a bunch of gyms. They have a bunch of workout gear too, but mostly their gyms were were hurting, obviously. Okay. And it was more like stay the course, you know, try to pivot. I hate using that word. I know. Hey, man, yeah. when I got dropped from Sirius, everybody called me with that word. Yeah. It was freaking me out. Yeah. I actually, I think I, I said it as a joke. So I was like, I can say that word because it's a skate trick. Right. <laughs> but, but you know, just in terms of redirecting what they're doing and, and trying to stay in business, whatever. I, I knew those themes and I, and I have experience with that because I had a skate company that barely survived um, and as a skater. But, but so long story short, Dropped off my daughter at school, went to Carlsbad Airport. There was a plane waiting for me. A jet? A jet. A big one. Big one? Bigger, yeah. Bigger than what I've 
known in the past. A big one for just you. For me. Cool. Fly to Vegas, get in a car, backstage uh, at the MGM Conference Center, through the back, meet the people, go on stage, do my speech, go have lunch in the Wynn Casino because they just set up a table for me there. Yeah. Back in the car, on the plane, got to Carlsbad Airport in time to pick up my daughter from school. Sick. <laughs> it was, it was Holy pretty shit. weird. That I mean, a- I've, I've gotten to do some pretty extravagant things, but that was next level. And when, I got paid for it. When we were, I was going to say, are these people, they, they, I, I got, they call you and you jump. I got almost double my fee. Because it was short notice. Yeah. And because it was what the guy was going to get that was, that was oh, got okay. COVID. Okay. Oh, so fuck. it was a big slot to fill. Yeah. And who was uh, the guy? Can't say. Uh, he's like a Twitter dude. Gary, I can't remember. Yeah. Twitter anyway, dude. That was my, he, he, he was one of the founders of Twitter. So oh, he does a lot. Yeah. Okay. So this is a sponsor of this company? Like they, you guys work together all the time? No. Uh-uh. I've never worked with them. They just, the, the group that was organizing the event had worked with me at other events before. Oh, okay. So this group, when they call you, you go, yeah, man, if I can, I'm, I'll go. Yeah. Well, I will now. <laughs> okay. So that was- Because I'd only done one event with them before. It was, was a poker good? tournament. Yeah, it was good. Okay. It, was, it was a poker tournament. It was a celebrity poker tournament. And I got paid a fee. And then also like I could keep winnings if I got, or- Oh, it, shit. It, oh, actually, the winnings went to the foundation. And- I remember it vividly because they sent me to Vegas to do this thing. And at some point, Chuck Liddell was in it too. Hey. And at some point, I, I know how to play poker, but, but something clicked when I was at the table where I started realizing, oh, I think I might know what they have, the way they're betting. I kind of get what I know, like I'm holding my card. There was something that, that I crossed over into, I get this a lot more now because hey. I had been at the table for so long that I ended up getting second place. Holy shit. And I took out Chuck Liddell and a poker pro in one hand. Wow. Which was a Was poker big guy flex. pissed? What's that? Was poker guy pissed? Not as much as Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> Does he fancy himself as a gambler? Uh, I think he play, He knows how to play poker. Because right. yeah. we, were, we were hanging. Like it was, okay. we were there for a while. Yeah. And then at some point, I, w- I would been there so long and I, w- and I was trying to meet my family somewhere that same night. I was like, I, I don't want to win anymore. So you started but, changing the way so you So then bet. I just started yeah, doing crazy bets, which kind of screwed up everyone else because they were getting to know how I bet. Yeah. And then it made me go further. Wow. So yeah. that's how they I got second they had, place. They thought they had you read and then you were not doing what you Because then I'm just like, yeah, I'm all in on this one. They're like, whoa, what does he have? Right. Nothing. Oh, wow. <laughs> so probably don't try that again with your money. Uh, no, like but I ended, up, I ended up getting second. And then, so I got an extra, I think I got 10 grand for the foundation. Sweet. Yeah. That jet, were you on a phone call with me when you were yeah. in that jet? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now I know why. Cause I was like, dang, there's a lot of seats behind you that are empty. It was The whole day was too, like the whole day was like a bad entourage episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was just too much uh, because we had, we had a phone call set. Yeah. Your zoom screen behind you. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to bring it up, but fucking big empty plane. Now it's all starting to make so sense. We, we had a zoom call set about this show. Yes. And it had been really hard to coordinate. And because the, the, my trip was so last minute, I, I, I actually send a I sent an email to everyone saying, I don't think I can make it because I got this thing come up. And then on the way there, I realized the plane has Wi-Fi. And so I said, well, plane has Wi-Fi. We can try on the way back. Yeah. And there it I am did. on a Zoom call on a giant empty plane. And until it cut off. Oh, and yeah, then that's when off. I decided. Oh, that's when we were landing. And that's when I pitched that Tony and I should dress as Santa for the podcast. And then when the plane landed, I forgot to tell Tony that when the meeting cut out for him, I went on this insane spree of we're going to dress as Santa and sell the podcast. <laughs> and then, yeah, Tony got a Santa suits delivered to the, to his studio. Well, I get a lot of random stuff sent here. So at some point I was like, oh, there'll be an explanation for this and whatever. And then I didn't get an explanation. And then I saw in some email about the podcast yeah, you guys read these. And then when you guys skate as Santa, I go, skate as Santa? What does that mean? And I go, oh, we got Santa costumes. I see. Yeah. 
Yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was just trying to help them. And yeah, I thought, look, if you go fucking, I'm not dressed as Santa. I'd be like, well, dude, I will. Because I'm, you know, I'm already a court jester of sorts. It'll the work thing out. that I that I've learned through the years, and I not I don't mind doing it if if it works out, if it works out when we do it, we do it. Okay, so it, it's already been seen by the time this comes out, so you'll know if I did it or not. Trying to be funny, but um, what I've learned through wearing costumes and skating is when you slam, it still hurts a lot. Right. The costume is not some fantasy padding. Yeah. Or it, you know, even the Santa is not like you're really more cushioned. I've done Santa skateboarding before. Yeah, but I'm saying is I, I had to wear a Spider-Man costume and I slammed so hard. Is it the loop? No. I, oh, man, you, so every time you dress up, you eat shit. <laughs> Not every time, but this But now one I'm time. starting to realize why you're like, yeah, fuck your Santa suit, dude. Like, that's usually a jinx for me. It's not a jinx. I've, I mean, I've, I've had, let's say I have my success rate is... is, is He's not doing it. We're not doing it. <laughs> I don't saying, know if I should do it now. Actually, I skated with with Bucky in a Santa suit and he had an elf suit and we did a, we did, we did some good stuff. See, no slams. That. I was thinking we would just do a grind or something, not push it, you know? Like, okay, let's just do like, that. Hey, here's the, you know, not uh, like fucking you. Okay. You go over this way and I'll do it. Nah, man. I'm just a Santa. The beard could fly up. Like we're doing scratchy grind. Like you throw me the sack yeah. while I'm doing this. Yeah. I'll do a five and we'll switch boards and no, we're All not right. doing any, I was more like, hey, we got to It's Christmas, you know? Okay. I'm in a Santa suit. Fucking calm down, everybody. But you're making me realize I was on the cover of the uh, the Melbourne News, like uh, black and white photo, uh, Planet Earth, Chris not, Miller board. Not this one? No, it was probably like, I swear, you think I'm... It, it always makes me cry when I look at him because I'm like, dude, so much went on. Your fucking face fell off. You're a big, lumpy, fucking intimidating beast now. Like, I was just like, hey, kind of cute kid, innocent <laughs> as fuck. And then just, I'll survive. I'm like, yeah, I survived, but oh my God, I got chewed up. Fucking came out. We chewed. all got chewed up. You look great. Oh, dude. You're, you can tell you're you. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole photos, you can tell it's you. I'm not even me anymore. <laughs> I ate that guy. <laughs> I ate that guy. <laughs> I look like I ate that guy. Like, yeah, if you, if I guess if somebody ate that kid, it would look like you. <laughs> I look like I found him and ate his fucking ass. And now I'm and took, over, took over his identity somehow. Yeah, uh-huh, I'm Jason Ellis. <laughs> I'm the new Jason Ellis. Don't trust me, I'm still him. <laughs> <laughs> let's go skate. I mean, let's go eat. Kids, I'm at skate. <laughs> Free five oh. Oh my Holy god. Holy shit, I'm a loser. <laughs> oh man. That's why I keep trying to glue my hair back on <laughs> to try to resemble this poor innocent child that I've eaten. <laughs> Put him in a in a piece of bread to shoot him off. <laughs> Who's next? Podcast. Time. Well, what year did you eat him? I man, like <sighs> He was looking tasty in 91. I know that. <laughs> I think by 94, I had digested every part of it. <laughs> That's an amazing analogy for like going through life transformations. Yeah, that's around the time I ate him. <laughs> and then it became this other thing. You were going to eat him. <laughs> so I ate him first. <laughs> that was a safety. I beat you to it. <laughs> yeah, I beat you to it, world. Mm-mm-mm. Not for you. It's in my tummy. Oh my God, I got a cramp. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay. oh. Wow. Hey, seriously, though, those are like prison guys, you know, like where they, you're like, man, I can't see you're facing that face. It's like, yeah, well, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? it's like, I, I really, because I've said that before. I'm like, I used to be handsome. I was, man, that guy had all, he had it, he had it all. <laughs> this guy has it all. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> oh man, I get Just it. The though. all is different. It's a different all. Yeah, it had to be done. You know, <laughs> you can't done. fuck with me now. <laughs> I ate him, so it's over. <laughs> like if you're like, oh, innocence, no, nah. 
not yeah. today. The end of innocence. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So that's why, see, that's okay. Now I figured out why it makes me a little sad when I look at him. I'm like, oh, you were, you right. were like, everybody, yay. Yeah, I've been going through, uh, seeing those kind of images of my own because I had to go through a bunch of pictures for the documentary that uh, Sam Jones did. Yeah. And was digging deep through photos and and definitely saw some glimpses of like, oh, that kid. If I could have just grabbed him and told him to give him a little bit of direction, not not like, dude, don't blow the, don't do, you know, just right. like, hey, he wouldn't you have know, believed you anyway. But- try to figure these things out early on. I wouldn't have listened to me, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd probably be like, What's this dude. Right, because you got you you skate. You think you skate? First of all, don't hurt me. I'd be like, that's what I would say. See to this? Me. We're still skating. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pumped if I said that to so, young me. Don't mess around as much as you think you can. Yeah, not wouldn't no, have worked. Wouldn't have worked. No. Yeah, I so, would I still, say still, still was careless with my body a lot of times. I'd be like, I'd be like, don't worry so much. And I would still probably be like, shit, right? I'm totally worried. <laughs> yeah. Even more so now that this scary guy just told me not to worry. Like, you this look like you should have worried a lot. No wonder what I was thinking. Dude, I remember when, when I was 20, maybe 20 something, and there was a photo of Mark Lake and Thrasher. You know, Mark Lake is no. a Florida skater. Um, Sounds familiar, but I don't. Uh, he was, he was a, Prominent, prominent skater in the late 70s, early 80s. Uh, maybe I have the timeline live. Anyway, he, his his name was known as as being a a prominent skater. And and there was a photo of him in Thrasher and it was like, Mark Lake still ripping at 30. Oh. And he was doing an invert. Yeah. And I thought, you can skate at 30? Yep. And and I'm, you know, 20-something. And, and to me, that sounded unreal. Yep. Yeah, I... Totally remember the guy in Australia that was 30 that did body jars. And I remember thinking, you can do a body jar at yeah, 30. Right. Yeah. That's how I like, felt. Yeah. He's like, yeah, mate, of course you can. And I was like, this guy, between myself and myself, not as good as me. <laughs> yeah. And he's doing body jars at yeah. 30. I'm like, there's a fucking good chance I could do a body jar. Yeah, at 30. yeah, exactly. I also remember he was the only person I ever saw. He drove to work once and I was in his passenger seat. He drove to work and packed cones. It's called cones in Australia when you pack bongs, and it was a bong that he'd made, you know, out of the orange juice and the and the hose, <laughs> super outback. And he would he would pack he would chop weed with tobacco because in Australia that's what you do. I'm in the past. I think I might have been in the back seat even. I'm watching this dude drive to work. He's driving to work, and he's heating up hash and mixing it with tobacco and 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 chopping it in this little bowl in the center thing. He's got his bong in the cup holder. And then he and then he's packing it, and he's he's driving, driving, <laughs> wow. and he's doing bong rips on the in the car, and 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 I remember thinking this guy's doing bong rips and body jars. There's the 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 potential is enormous. We could, <laughs> who knows where, something you aspire to? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I wonder if I could be like this guy when I'm thirty because he's got it figured out. I think I, I felt more when I saw that photo though with Mark Lake. It was it was more I was fascinated at how they were presenting it. We're just like. Great, you know, still ripping because because I felt like I'm not that far behind, and they're they're positioning this like it's a rare rare thing. It was, it was, isn't it like that? It in was, everything but, now? but I think it was more that I felt like, man, I don't. What's it gonna be when? I, like it was much more like what it, it gave me pause. What is gonna happen when I'm 30? I really, oh, you know, I don't yeah. know. Can I do this, or will anyone care that I do this? Right. To even think later on down the road, skateboarding in a fashion that isn't as good as you are right now seems like, I, I don't want to think about that. Like, yeah. what do you mean 35 where I'm just hanging in there? I don't I want to just say, fucking hang in there. Uh, knowing that, at my peak performance probably was in my 30s. Right. That was when was when I had the most strength. I had the most agility. I was learning tricks the whole time. I mean, I did 931. Right. Shit. Yep. Which, which kind of, there, there was definitely a part of, of my career in those days um, when I, I was getting into my late 30s and even early 40s where people were like, dude, you're old. Or, you know, you look old. I was like, dude, I'm, I was on your, ra- I came on your radar at age 31. Right. 
Right. You know, that's when you saw X Games or that's when you bought, maybe bought a video game. So I was already of an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's funny because I saw you back then. So I know that you had to be, when you were 31, I was like, you've fucking been here this whole time. Right. You're not old to me, but you're definitely, you're not yeah. new. But but, but there, was, there was a bit of that that had to, you know, and, and now, especially when people see me, they're just like, oh, Tony Hawk's old. I'm like, yeah, I was already old when you knew of me. Yeah. I just made have looked younger. Right. But I was already, you know, when you when especially when people discovered video games, I was in my mid 30s already. Right. So there's that. And then when you're 30 to 50, that is a part where that seems to be a lot of aging happens. I've noticed, you know, of, like when you're 20 others. to 30, it's yeah. like, yeah. And yeah. then 30 to 50, it's the like, pace, the pace is the same 20 to 30. Yeah. And, and people, the, the, then the pace changes. Yep. <laughs> and the priorities change. Hopefully. Hopefully. Right. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. If you figure it out. Is it, do you think because everybody has evolved to be better athletes at an older age that, that, cause I feel like. No, I, I think with skateboarding, it's that the, the, the opportunities are there because I feel like people would have continued to skate, especially Dogtown Z-Boys era. There was just no, they, they were, they were becoming adult age and there was no career to be had. So you couldn't chase go, skateboarding. Right. And, and now you can be a pro skater in your thirties, in your forties, in your fifties. And, and and legitimately make a living at it. That was not that was not possible okay. in those days. So so when we're looking at it from from that perspective, in say the early '90s, um, when I'm looking at the magazine, or or even the late '80s, I'm looking at the magazine like he's ripping at 30. I'm just like, whoa, how 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 do you get to do that? Do you think because there's people that are older that are pro and in the scene that it's creating older people to skate? Because I get a lot of people messaging me that about skating again and they were never a pro. They just want to skateboard again oh, because yeah. they see me skateboarding yeah. again. Yeah. And they're to me, those are my favorite skateboarders because you're just you just want to skate. That's it. You don't you're not like oh, I'm skating so that eventually I'll be yeah, recognized. No, just, they, yeah, I so many. I get I you know, and I do um I do cameos. Yeah. And I get a lot of people that are like, hey, man, he was he was a big fan in the 80s and he's thinking about getting back into it. Just right. give, him, give him some motivation. It's his birthday. And and I a lot of what I'd say is just, yeah, man, get back out there. Take it slow. Don't don't do the big ramp. Don't <laughs> do the big set of stairs. Don't don't try the crazy. Just cruise. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Carve demos. Yeah, Hashtag man. carve demo. Get back to your... Get back to your roots. I can't We're really wait to positioning do. ourselves for those carved demos. Can't wait because that's when I'll be back. <laughs> that's when I won't feel bad about being involved. Oh, it's a carved demo. Oh fuck yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I got a couple cuffs. I'm probably still gonna get dangerous somehow, but I'm so into the let's get real old and real lame. <laughs> I'm getting good enough now. Where I feel like in five years from now, when it's just like the riddled crew, I'll be like, I can hang out with the riddled crew. Slap a couple of fast plants in the corner or whatever. It's like I hey. love how a lot most of the crews too, and and the ones that are our age or even a little younger, they kind of they tend to gravitate towards their same skill levels. So everyone's kind of pushing each other a little bit, but they but they're in this pocket where it's just like this is as far as this crew goes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then there's another crew that's like maybe a little lower. That's like we're happy just doing fit fifties. We're cool. Let's go rock faggies. Yep. Woo. Yeah. People. I can tell people that are from. Because there's a new era happening. I can I'm accepted here. I'm not as good, but I'm I'm doing good for me, and everybody yeah. knows that. Like Bucky's like, "Fuck yeah, Ellis, you got this." And Bucky knows when I make a fast plan varial, that's Ellis is pushing it. And fuck yeah. yeah, dude, you made it. Bucky pisses everything I've ever done <laughs> at a skateboard, but he gets it. Yeah. And I'm trying to explain to the other guys that are out for a long time, like the Collins and the Dannys. I'm like, "Come here and suck." And we'll all be stoked for you. Yeah. Because we all, you know what I mean? There's different era, there's different situations of everybody on here. There's a fucking eight-year-old on here, for Christ's sakes. I'm 50 and I'm trying to relearn fast yeah. plants. You can come here and do a dog shit backside for two hours and we're going to be pumped. Yeah, but everyone's, everyone's just as fired up. Yeah, it's real. I'm, maybe it was always happening and I didn't know, but I feel... So lucky to be on here and have people come. Alfonso rolls. Danny did fakies here the, the on Sunday because he's thinking about getting his legs back to skate vert with me. Yep. I'm like, just please do it. Please do it and get to the point where we can just 
fuck around Wait, like where we else, used to. Uh, what other activity or sport is there a nine-year-old girl and 40 and 50-year-old dudes in the same terrain, all cheering each other on? That do, Nowhere. Right? That is a... On the same ramp. They're not on the little on those, ramp. Yeah, yeah. On They're the not same on the eight-year-old yeah. ramp. They're on yeah. the fucking ramp with all of us. And I'm not on the 50 and over ramp. Yeah. I'm on the ramp. And we're all getting... I was almost sweated on a six-year-old girl today. She came out with some amazing ride. And I was like, well, that was awesome. <laughs> Bunch of sweat came out of my helmet at her. And I was like, oh, sorry, little child. Look out for the monster. I might eat you. You be in my tummy. <laughs> what, a, what a strange reality she grew up, she grows up into where it's just... She, because she does love skating with with the the contemporary crew. Yeah. So people like Jimmy Wilkins too, and, and Paul Luke, and then and our older generation, and and Staub, and and it's you know it's eighties punk rock blasting through Fear and Black Flag and Metallica, and then and then I you know loud f bombs all throughout the I session. I felt bad about that today. I did a but, couple. But I hear where I was it, like- and I know like I know that she's accustomed to it. She's not affected by it, it's, right. but you know she's not immune to it either. Of course, we should be more respectful. But I can tell her mom's just like, "This is the world. This right. is it. This is the world. She. This is what she chose, and she loves it so much." Yeah, big. You can. Yeah, she's in. You can tell. She's. Oh yeah. Please. Yeah, that's not even a. Just for the rest of the people listening, yeah. she's in. I. It's very apparent. She's in. Yeah. No one's pushing her. This. Yeah, and it's cold, and you're by yourself, <laughs> yeah. and she's fucking two foot tall, and she's doing like chink kick flip, yeah. and falling back in backwards, and I'm like, that could be so bad. She went off the side of the ramp today, and your and the board went under your board, and you ate shit. Oh man, oh we got to so show hard. that. I watched him, I watched her fall and go through the hole of the ramp. The, she went through the and gap, and I'm like, oh god, little girl, go through the ramp, and I'm like, nah, she's all right. Boom, <laughs> and I'm like, boom, and I look, and he's just splattered on the fucking flat and all he's doing is going are you okay and i'm like you should worry about yourself old man you just ate shit i thought that was very generous of you you were like you are you okay i'm like dude well you're- it's because you explode because every time we she was trying to do this kick from nose grind and her setup was that where her landing if she landed a little too much in a carve she could go through the gap and going through the gap. And I kept saying, this is sketchy. you really got to watch out. Yep. You know, and, and so you, if you can, start this trick a little sooner. And on that one attempt, she started heading towards the gap and luckily knew. Yeah, and dropped and, to the ground. And dropped to the ground, but her body was still, the trajectory was still going up. So she kind of slid and then went up a little bit of the transition. And, and disappeared. And fell and speared. head first too. But her board came went back, back at you. me. Yeah. And I'm watching her because I'm concerned about her. <laughs> and suddenly as I look, to where I'm going, I'm heading straight for her skateboard on the flat. <laughs> and when you hit a skateboard right so where the transition starts, it's the worst place. His you can hit came it off. Because you, so can't, you can't knee slide into it. <laughs> so I went straight into the flat with her board. It was a good sound. And so it ended up, both of us just laid out. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, she was fine. I was it was fine. exciting. I was like, wow, this is really happening. I mean, my neck hurts a little bit from that one, but... <laughs> Good, because no your neck alive. is fine. It's not hurt already, so that's good that you hurt that. Yeah. Cool. Good looking out for yourself. It's always a little reminder. Like, oh, yeah, that <laughs> it's happened. So, like, I don't understand why anyone, why you all aren't here with us. It's so much fun. Like, <laughs> I'm going to laugh in the car all the way home now, just knowing because I was looking get, at her. We, like, should have, we, should, we should do something, and I don't know how this would work, but we got to do something where there's some sort of sweepstakes or, or raffle or something where people can come and and hang out for a session. We need to get like that sumo suits for people. <laughs> no, I don't mean for them to skate. I just oh, mean for okay. them. To... I was like, here's a ticket, motherfucker. No, no, no. I get mean, it. like, they, like, they, like, fly on the wall. Okay. Come, yeah. Come see us because you'll see the struggle and 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 the, the joy. Yes, you'll yeah. see it all. Yeah. You'll see agony and defeat. You'll agony see it and all. Defeat, yeah. Sometimes. It just doesn't get made and you just leave and you go, hey, yeah, see you guys, you know, and you get in the car and fucking, fucking. Or we come here and bitch about it. Yeah. And then you don't realize, like, I'll do after bitch by myself <laughs> where I'm like, fucking, what's 
How do I saw the hand. He fucking. Is that you driving home? Yeah. I'm like, fuck <laughs> it. Sack the fuck up. Like, what is wrong with I argued with my hand today in front of a six year old child. I was like, what the fuck is with you? And I was like, uh, wait, she just bad hand. Now she's six. She's eight. She's nine. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's a dot to me. She is so I small. I know at our age, six to. 10. I was like, like yeah. I'm like, little person. Uh, you know? <laughs> and she, I could see, she, I could see at the end when she made she, that ride. She does, she's entertained though. Yes. By, by our torture, for sure. She got, I saw her make a ride. She got up and was like, and I was like, no, I was shredding. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm totally with you on it. She wanted me to make, are you not seeing me real? I'm a fully ripping, saw it, <laughs> acknowledging it. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, good, because so we're all in this. I'm like, okay. Yeah, we're in it. That's right. Itty We're bitty. all in this. All of us. We're yeah. all in this aging thing and figuring out life. And we <laughs> are happy to be on this journey with you. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Like it. Describe it. Uh, Live it. That was fun. All right. See you next week. <laughs>